0: Fear grows as the bloodshed between Israel and Hamas continues. The support from the U.S. for its ally after remarks today
1: from President Biden. And rainfall today not adding up to much in Austin yet. I'll show you what to expect for the rest of the evening, though, in your first warning forecast.
2: Texas schools in court asking the TEA not to release its ratings why they say the state broke the law.
0: He's an arm length away in Gaza, evidently but couldn't be farther from me and our family right now. Families of Americans missing in Israel pleading with Israeli and U.S. authorities to help find them. The State Department now says at least 14 Americans have been killed with an undetermined amount of missing. And the overall death toll continues to uh, climb. Nearly 2,000 people have been killed on both sides of the conflict. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Daniel Marino,
2: And I'm Britt Moreno. Now, President Biden is reaffirming U.S. support for Israel on day four of their war with Hamas. But with no speaker of the House, American aid is in limbo. Some are concerned that that could be the case for weeks to come. Jay Gray is in Washington looking at the conflict and the congressional hurdles.
3: With explosions, rattling neighborhoods, the skies between Israel and Gaza filled with rockets, President Biden addresses the nation, leaving no question about where the U.S. stands in this war. In this moment, we must be crystal clear. We stand with Israel. We stand with Israel. American warships and fighter jets right now moving into the region with more help on the way.
4: The effort and the focus is on making sure that Israel has the munitions, the weapons, the tools uh, that they need to defend themselves and to uh, go after uh, these Hamas terrorists.
3: But funding and full-scale support can't come without congressional approval. And that won't happen until the House elects a new speaker. But if we don't have a speaker, we can't put anything on the floor and were paralyzed. The Republicans campaigning for the job, Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise, continue to meet with members, various GOP voting blocs, and state delegations looking to win support.
4: Two young women, three other young men, they were put on a pickup truck and driven away by Hamas.
3: The president confirming Americans are among more than 100 hostages being held in Gaza. With continuing threats, they'll be executed in retaliation for what Hamas militants describe as attacks without warning on civilians in the Gaza Strip. Jay Gray, NBC News, Washington.
2: Major airlines have suspended flights in and out of Israel, making it hard for people to even get out of the country. Now most of these airlines are operated by Israel's national airline, El Al or other regional carriers. American Airlines suspended service to Tel Aviv through Friday. United allowed two scheduled flights out of Tel Aviv over the weekend, but then Flights are suspended, and they're going to stay that way until conditions improve. Delta's Tel Aviv flights have been canceled through October 31st. Airlines in Europe and Asia also put flights on hold.
0: And NBC Nightly News will be live from Israel again this evening. Tonight, Lester hears from those four American families with missing loved ones, and he also visits a hospital where people are rushing to donate blood. That's right here, coming up at 530.
2: Now in other international news, Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich lost an appeal today to be released from jail on espionage charges. He will stay behind bars through at least November 30th. The journalist was detained in March while on a reporting trip east of Moscow. Russia's Federal Security Service alleged that he collected information constituting a state secret. He and the journal deny these allegations. The U.S. government has declared him to be wrongfully detained. He is the first American reporter to be charged with espionage in Russia since 1986.
1: Oh, 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 First Warning Weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, clouds thickening up, keeping temperatures a little bit cooler than normal today. What a wonderful evening out there. 75 with some ominous clouds in the distance from our West Shore home cam right here at the KXAN studios. The cloud cover has been really numerous, but the rain, not so much so. Gray skies from the hill country east of I-35, but these little green speckles just showing a few very isolated and very light showers. Zooming in on these, they've been mainly concentrated from I-35 Eastward, a few showers between McDade and Rockdale in Williamson, Milam, Lee, and Bastrop counties. In the Austin area, we actually have one little downpour here just southeast of the airport runways, a couple heavy rain showers south of Austin on 183 as well. These will continue to be pretty hard to come by though through the evening. Coming up, I'll show you where we may see additional rain in our evening radar forecast, a quick warm-up the next few days, and updated timing on when we cool back down for the weekend.
0: All right, David, thank you very much. More than 100 Texas school districts are asking a judge today to stop the Texas Education Agency from releasing its A through F ratings for campuses this year.
2: Investigative reporter Kelly Wiley reports that for months, district leaders have been requesting one year without ratings to adjust, alleging the Education Commissioner broke the law by not giving them adequate notice of these changes.
4: Today we have uh, one proposal on our agenda
2: as Texas lawmakers
5: fight at the Capitol over giving public and private schools more funding. Superintendents from more than 120 school districts are asking a judge to order the TEA not release its annual A through F rating. This, after the agency made significant changes to the state's standardized testing and how it calculates a district's grade. CHANGES WHICH ARE PROJECTED TO DECREASE RATINGS AT 28 PERCENT OF TEXAS SCHOOLS.
3: When those ratings arbitrarily fall, when nothing has changed on the campus, the instruction is the same, the performance yeah, of the students is the same, but the academic rating has shifted, then that does affect how people make decisions and that has implications economically.
5: EARLIER THIS YEAR, TEA DELAYED THE RELEASE OF ITS RATINGS BY A MONTH, SAYING THEY NEEDED TO RECALCULATE NEW DATA ON STUDENT PROGRESS. But the agency said it plans to release the grades in November school districts, including Del Valley and Leander ISD, argue state law requires the school systems to get earlier notice of the new standards. We really do believe that there is an attack on public education like never before. And while we're fighting for school finance and while we're fighting um, the fight against vouchers and now the Texas accountability system, what we fear is that this is all, all playing out together in an effort to make it seem that Texas public Schools across the state are failing.
0: And Kelly joins us now live. Kelly, what have attorneys for the TEA said?
5: Well, the attorneys for TEA declined to talk to us today, but we did hear from their top leaders inside the courtroom. They admit that yes, the metrics for uh, this new way of doing the A through F rating, there's not an approved copy of that accountability rating system. However, they say for months they've been engaging with school districts, telling them what these new metrics could look like and what they'll look like when they're applied. Now, as far as what happens next in this case, the judge has wrapped today. We're not going to hear from any more witnesses. We're not hearing from anyone else from TEA. Uh, the judge expects that she will deliver an order at the end of this month. In Austin, Kelly
2: Wiley, KXAN News. Thank you, Kelly. Coming up, lawmakers discussing security along our border. What could change for those who smuggle people into the country?
0: Plus, Texas's first execution in six months. How the inmates' lawyers are trying to stop this from happening.
2: And a rural hospital in Central Texas shutting its doors. And it's money or lack of it that is the problem. How patients plan to get the care they need.
0: Texas lawmakers today considered new border security measures targeting illegal entry and human smuggling. Now, right now, undocumented crossings are subject only to federal law. A new bill would create a state level misdemeanor for crossing into Texas from Mexico outside of a port of entry. Senators are also proposing a new mandatory minimum sentence of 10 years in prison for human smugglers, arguing the current consequences just aren't enough to deter these crimes.
3: Whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, I think it's a matter of, 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 of preserving the dignity of people from being smuggled and used as an enterprise and that Texas, we in Texas say, no, we're not gonna do that. And if you do, you will pay dire consequences for it.
0: Now, both of these measures are in response to Governor Greg Abbott's call for additional border security measures as part of the third legislative session. He's also asking the legislature for an additional funding for Operation Lone Star.
2: After a brief pause, the state of Texas does plan to put convicted kidnapper and killer Jedediah Murphy to death today. Supporters rallied at the Capitol for him earlier today and for World Day Against the Death Penalty, which also happens to be today. A 2001, in 2001, a Dallas County jury convicted and sentenced Murphy to death for kidnapping and killing 80-year-old Bertie Cunningham. Yesterday, the 5th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals upheld a federal judge's order from last week delaying the execution after Murphy's lawyers questioned evidence and sought to stop his execution over allegations that the drugs the state would use on him are unsafe because they were exposed to extreme heat and smoke during a fire last month at the Huntsville prison where they were stored. The state attorney general's office filed an appeal hours later asking the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn the stay and allow the execution to proceed in Huntsville. The Texas Coalition to Abolish the Death Penalty says Murphy was going through a mental health crisis at the time, shows remorse for his actions, and has experienced a spiritual and personal transformation.
1: Well, just ahead, we can get your eclipse glasses for free and won't have many clouds around for that this weekend. But today, a different story. Overcast skies, keeping our high temperatures at only 81. October has really brought a welcome change in the weather. Today was our fourth cooler than normal day out of only 10 days so far this month. Your first warning forecast is next.
2: Financial struggles led to the closure of a hospital in Fayette County.
0: And now the community is concerned they won't get the proper care they need. Nabil Ramadna shows us how the closure will impact the community. LaGrange. small town. In
4: Fayette County. Living here and living in the country is, is a joy. The sights and sounds. Something Bill Koenig wouldn't trade for anything. Virtually everything that you would need has been here except for now the hospital struggles to keep the hospital running have been going on for a while but due to financial issues st mark's medical center announced that it would be closing its doors and cease all operations on october 12th i have uh, heart problems i have uh, cancer both liver and kidney cancer. Now he'll have to go into Austin for some procedures or emergencies. You know, it's definitely going to be a challenge. Josh Vandeveer is the director of emergency medical services with Fayette County. The closure means his crews will be transporting patients long distances. And we've noticed increased mileage on our vehicles taking a lot more patients to other local hospitals and taking a lot more patients into Austin.
5: I was born and raised in LaGrange and of course we're all getting older. It's not just the older citizens, but they are top concern.
4: Mayor Jan Dockery says the impact goes beyond just patients though. Lots of loss of jobs. That's why she isn't done fighting for a hospital.
5: We're looking for whatever avenues that are there.
4: Koenig hoping someone can step in to help. And to lose that hospital,
0: um it hurts. In Lagrange, Nabil Ramadna, KXAN News. Now we did reach out to the hospital for comment but did not hear back. We did see signs posted on the windows letting patients know that services would be provided through Wednesday.
2: Just last month, Governor Abbott announced a 4.5 million dollar grant opportunity to four rural hospitals. One of those was St. Mark's Medical Center in Lagrange. The goal here to help expand access to health care in rural areas. Now the other hospitals include Crosbyton Clinical Hospital, Anson General Hospital, and Falls Community Hospital and Clinic. The money can be used to cover debt. Operational expenses, make facility repairs, or buy or rent equipment, and they have until this Friday to apply. All
1: right, let's check in with David now. So we've seen a little rain UP there right now. Yeah, not happening for everybody, but we've actually seen a little area of rain pop up in parts of Austin right now. This is happening on a cloudy afternoon with really comfortable temperatures. 5 p.m. checking in at 75. Could be a lot worse than that as we've known from recent weeks. Let's zoom into this little blossoming area of light to moderate rain, including parts of the Austin Metro. Boy, our models predicted this right on the dot about an hour ago. Not in downtown, but southeast Austin from Elroy and Niederwald up toward the Cota track and even parts of Highway 71. Zooming in here, this is actually the runways at, a- at uh, AUS Airport. So some departing and arriving flights might be slightly impacted by this little downpour. Otherwise, we're just talking about a few slippery roads in places like 130 and 183 southeast of town. This is all happening from tropical moisture streaming into the state. As you can see, as our models predicted, the heaviest rain unfortunately remaining to our southeast. This tropical moisture is coming from a few different sources, though, namely Hurricane Lydia, now a Category 3 storm. You can see the eye forming there. Little pieces of this are going to come towards south Texas, but not really the big tropical rain event here that we so desperately could use. Over the next several hours, there's not much going on in the hill country aside from cloudy skies, but a few of these little isolated downpours, some of them briefly heavy, but most very light, could keep popping up from I-35 eastward. Here's the forecast radar through 9-10 p.m. This slim chance of rain this evening gets even slimmer overnight, down to just 10 percent. A few isolated sprinkles overnight into the morning, but then these cloudy skies early tomorrow break later in the day as chances of rain go back to zero. As I mentioned, unfortunately, our Hill Country friends missing out. Few hundredths of an inch of rain for a lucky few from I-35 eastward. So the rainfall deficit continues, and this storm is not the one that's going to fix it. We did an analysis, and over the last 90 days, much of our area, including Austin, has seen less than half of our normal rain. Some areas just south of Hayes County have seen less than a quarter of their normal three-month rain. Parts of the Hill Country a little more fortunate, especially west of Mason, where some of them have actually seen above normal rain in the past 90 days. This tropical moisture is heading out of here late tomorrow, clearing the skies for sunshine and warmer weather on Thursday into Friday. We do still have a dry cold front on our way uh, on its way here on Friday, but the big update today is that it may take until the late afternoon to arrive. It won't bring any rain when it does so, but this could mean kind of a hot day as ACL weekend two kicks off on Friday. Behind it, though, Temperatures quickly drop as cooler north winds blow in. Lovely viewing weather for the eclipse on Saturday as well. So, ACL weekend 2, a little warmer than you might like to start, 91, just briefly on Friday. But here comes the cooler breezes down to the 70s with sunny skies on Sunday. Yes, Saturday is the big day with the annular solar eclipse happening midday. The eclipse is going to paint a big dark stripe across the country, including right here in central Texas. The best area to view it, the center line of the eclipse, just southwest of Austin. You can find the full timeline over on KXAN.com. All right, tonight, just a slim chance of a shower with lows in the mid-sixties. Cloudy skies through the morning, but then the sun breaks out a little later tomorrow. High temperatures a bit warmer at 84. Just a 10% chance of rain to start your day tomorrow. Then temperatures ramp up quickly. Dry weather with that next front and all the way through early next week. Big swings in temperature, though, with overnight lows cool after the weekend front. And don't forget to get your eclipse glasses for this Saturday's celestial event. These glasses are of course necessary to prevent eye damage by looking at the sun, which is called eclipse blindness or solar retinopathy. The damage could even be permanent. The Solar Eclipse Activities for Libraries program, though, is giving away 5 million glasses to 10,000 libraries across the country, and that includes more than 20 libraries in Central Texas, and they're giving them away to you for free. You can find a list and a map of where you and your family can get free eclipse glasses under this story, new on KXAN.com.
2: Thank you for telling us that, David. And early voting will be here before you know it. What you need to know before casting your ballot this year.
0: With President Biden confirming American dead and missing in the attacks here, I continue my reporting by speaking to the families of Americans captured by Hamas, what they want from the U.S., and my visit to a hospital offering a glimpse of what a country at war looks like on Nightly News.
2: Tourism is back in West Maui after the devastating wildfire in Lahaina. But that decision has some in the community divided. Sunday was the date set by Hawaii Governor Josh Green for West Maui to officially restart tourism. Some say the return of tourism is vital to restoring the island's economy. But others argue it's just too soon. Nearly 17,000 people have signed a petition that calls on Governor Green to delay the reopening. Maui County Council members unanimously voted in support of a resolution urging the governor to postpone the reopening plan. Still, the decision to slowly open more of the island beyond Lahaina is going forward.
0: Well, early voting is just a couple of weeks away for the November election, and voters will decide on a few things from state constitutional amendments to school district propositions. There's a few things you need to know before you head to the polls. Early voting is gonna run from October 23rd to November 3rd. Election day is gonna be on November 7th. You must also bring a legal ID with you, like a driver license, a handgun license, or passport also any device that you can use to communicate or record sound or images that is not allowed within 100 feet of voting stations and that includes things like your cell phone or your tablet and we're learning that this year the number of registered voters ages 18 through 29 is up But overall, registration is actually down by more than 80,000 compared to last year. Now, today was the last day to register for a list of the amendments you could vote on, voting locations, and everything else you need to know. Just head to our website, kxan.com.
2: Coming up tonight on KXAN, it's new episodes of The Voice at 7 and 8, and then Found at 9, then we're back with you at 10.
0: Or as always, you can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 over on CW Austin. Here's where to find us.